I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Up Close on Husker Online, where we let Nebraska student-athletes tell their stories. Up Close is brought to you by Sandhills Global and powered by ABM. Do you have equipment to sell? Sell it on auctiontime.com. Now, here's your host of Up Close, Husker Online's Sean Callahan. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Up Close. Back after a couple week break here as uh, we're going to really roll this through, especially when the offseason begins. Uh, but as you heard Up Close, brought to you by ABM um, and powered by Sandhills as, as well. Uh, if you've got equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. And pleased to be joined by a couple of guys that are going to play a big role in Nebraska's program in the coming years. And uh, one of those guys actually will play a bigger role here for the final two weeks of the season. But uh, we've got a, a pair of freshmen, and I use that term freshmen loosely, safeties in here. Noah Pola Gates, Isaac Gifford, guys, welcome to Up Close. I'm looking forward to getting the chance to sit down with both of you guys. Thank yeah, you for having me. Thanks for having us on. Well, yeah, I'll go right to you first, Isaac, because this is a big week for you. Nebraska plays Wisconsin, yep. and you know the news of JoJo being out for the season um, after his hand surgery a week ago. You're now the guy, and you know you're you know you're going to get a real opportunity um, these next couple of games against Wisconsin and Iowa to to to, to get your first real moment as a Husker. Mm-hmm. How excited are you just for these next couple of weeks? Man, I'm pumped up. I mean, I've waited a long time to do this, and I've I've got to watch JoJo do it at a high level for two three years now. So I'm I'm excited to get my chance to go out there and prove myself and prove what I've been working for for so long. Well, Noah, and, and you know, you talk about patience. I mean, you are a guy that I really commend because you've had to really show patience. And in this transfer portal world that we're in, you know, it's not easy because guys have that easy way out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're playing behind a couple of 24 year old guys that have kids. I mean, you know, and you know, they're good players that have played a lot of football at Nebraska that are both six year seniors. Um, but I, I guess the silver lining is you still are a freshman. And you've got after this year three, um, you know, three more years to go at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know, what 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 have you been able to really gain just from showing the patience that you've had to show these last few years? Um, if I'm gonna be honest, like, I mean, it's been a little hard just you know having patience, but um, I think just being behind Deontay and Te- uh, Te- Deontay and um, Markel, it's nice being like you can be a sponge because they have experience already. So just being able to pick up on little stuff and like little techniques and just learning from them because they've been doing it for six years already. So how much have you had to learn, though? I mean, coming from high school, it had to be an adjustment. I'm just kind of learning how to play scheme Mm -hmm. and, you know, playing for a guy that played in the NFL, Travis Fisher. Right. I'm sure, you know, there's a lot you've been able to absorb and learn these last three years. Oh, yeah. Um Coach Fish and all the players that I'm playing with, um, it's been a lot. I've, I've learned a lot compared to high school level, compared to real football now because it's very serious now. And 
uh, everything's important now. So, how about you, Isaac? I mean, you, you grew up around the program. I mean, you you you've probably been going to Husker games since how old were you? Oh gosh, I can't even remember my first Husker game. Six, seven, eight years I mean, old. I was young. I was really young. Well, when, even when Luke got here, your brother that's now with the Dallas Cowboys, how old were you when Luke was a freshman at Nebraska? Uh, let's see, that was probably 2014 he got here. So I was probably, gosh, 13. Got, so yeah, I mean, you, old, you had just you know? like the front row seat mm-hmm. to following this program. Mm-hmm. How much did you learn watching Luke go through adversity and coaching changes? And some of the things he dealt with to kind of get yourself ready for your own journey. Yeah, I mean, I saw it all. I mean, I saw it when we were at Bo and we were playing really at a high level. And then we dropped off and we went to Riley and we went through all that hard, hard stuff. And then Coach Frost's first year. So, I mean, I saw it all. I mean, when you came home, when Luke came home on Sundays, it was it was deep conversations about football and where we need what they need to do. You know, it was every Sunday. It was. It was, it was, I heard it all. I mean, I've heard the stories. I've heard everything that's gone down. I mean, I know just how much work it took to get to where we are now. I mean, I, I've, I've heard everything, you know. So going forward, it's, it, it's a good thing to hear because I've heard what my brother went through, and I heard, um, I mean, I just know the inside and what needs to be done, you know. You find uh, the the Dallas Cowboys, um, is, is that become a family deal now too? I mean, obviously your family travels and goes as many Nebraska football games as possible, but I'm sure they're going to Dallas quite a bit now too. Oh, yeah. I mean, my dad, he's going up to this Wisconsin game, and then he's flying right down to KC to go see the Chiefs play the Cowboys. So, I mean, they're they're back and forth all the time. It's fun though. I mean, oh, I, yeah. It's I can't awesome. even imagine uh, just how fun that has to be. Um, for your family and 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 just um, watching that Noah, when, when you talk about just your path to Nebraska, mm-hmm. you came from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, you know, you, you had a lot of people on you. I still remember, you know, USC and Alabama were there, like right at the same time Nebraska was there visiting you. I think Nick Saban did he come to your high school? Uh, yeah, he came to my high school. Um, I mean, just when you think about your path to Nebraska, what led you here? Um, over Nick Saban, over places like SC and, you know, obviously the Arizona schools, uh, Herm Edwards and some of those places really wanted you at that, that, at that time. Um, if, um, I'd say like during that time, I really wanted to go out of state. So that was really pushed and uh, a huge influence was really like Coach Fish because he, he's pretty smart, like when it comes to X's and O's on the, on the chalkboard. But him and Coach Frost, I really felt a big bond with both those guys when committing my decision what um who would have been your runner-up if you didn't go to nebraska i mean I, I if i remember right did people arizona state people thought you were like coming right yeah but um i don't know i didn't really want to stay home like i said but i'd probably I, i'd want to play with my cousin at uh usc what I remember about your recruiting process is you technically signed early but they like kept it quiet yeah i signed like in December, right? Yeah, like a couple months before, and then played in the yeah. uh, Polynesian Bowl. Yeah, played in both the All American and then the Polynesian Bowl, and then committed at the Polynesian Bowl. So that field. I mean, how hard was that to keep that a, a secret? You know, like to not let because I'm sure coaches still at that time. I remember like Arizona State and these coaches were like upset. They're like the kid didn't even tell us he already signed. Yeah, <laughs> you know? a lot of coaches were upset. Like, 
I kind of like the last week I kind of started calling everybody. and was like, yeah, I'm not going to go here. I kind of already signed early. So it was, it was, it was hard, but I had to do it just out of respect. You're listening here to the up close podcast as Sean Callahan talking with Nebraska freshman safeties, Isaac Gifford and Noel Pola Gates. Can I call you a safety Isaac or do I call you a nickel? Or do I call, what do I call you? Man, I don't even An know. athlete. An yeah, athlete. <laughs> I'll do whatever they say I got to do. I mean, I've heard it. I've gone back and forth the past two years I've been here. So Call you a JoJo? Yeah, sure. You can call me whatever you want. I don't know. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. I, uh, I want to stick back with you, Noah, on this topic. Um, you talked about the Polynesian Bowl, your heritage. Right. Um, just how important is that in the Polynesian community? Um, just, you know, I, you just see that, you know, how, how big your, your culture and your heritage is. And you see it around the country with Polynesian football players, how close you guys are. Right. Speak more to just that and how important that is in your life. Um, it plays a big role in my life because um, I kind of have the tattoo of it. You know, I have a type, tribal tattoo, so kind of now that I have that on, like the print on me, I kind of got to live by the culture. And um, it's really big to me because um, I think it's really important because it kind of tells me who I am. And um, yeah, just tribal tattoo. So explain that more. Like where where what's the history of of your your roots that you know, you've been able to trace? Um, so, in in our culture, you're supposed to like whenever you accomplish an accomplishment. So, I'd say for graduating high school, I could get this tattoo that I got on my left arm. So because of that, I got a tattoo. I got you. So let me see that tattoo. Let's see what it looks like. Wow. So is there anybody in Lincoln that can do that, or do you have to go over to the west? Uh. You can't really go to just anybody because you got to know how to do these type of. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's a, that's some pretty so, good. So you got that after high school. Yeah, I got it after high school. So I was like here for like a semester or two, and then went back for Christmas, and then got a tattoo. Wow. Yeah. Are there are there any how many Poly, are there, how many other Polynesian players are on the roster in Nebraska? Two. 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 Yeah, Va and. Uh, Winded. So you guys have a pretty good, I'm sure, a pretty good connection as a group? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I talk to him a lot. Uh, actually, Vaz kind of like straight from Samoa. So, like, that's where my heritage and culture is from in Samoa. Samoa. Yeah. But Vaz actually, like, from, like, the actual, like, island of Samoa. And, and um, Winded's from Hawaii, so. And Samoa, I mean, people, like, that is far away. Oh, yeah. Small island too, very yeah, small. It's it's really unique when you hear the history of like how people would take like basically canoes and go all the way to Hawaii from mm -hmm. Samoa from boats. Yeah, how many days was the journey? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I when you see you. that stuff, I mean, the history of your culture, it, it's really fascinating stuff. I just wanted to, you know, it's, it's, we're sitting down talking about it. I know that's a big part of of how you you grew up and 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 whatnot. I mean, Isaac, when you talk about your path to Nebraska. Was there any other place you'd be? I, I remember like Wyoming. 
yeah. offered you, and it was kind of like, great, <sighs> but dude, I'm going to Nebraska. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of frustrating, a lot of frustrating <laughs> nights sitting in a deer stand wondering what the heck I'm going to do after high school. You know, I mean, Wyoming was awesome. I love the coaches. They're great coaches, great, great culture over there. And I mean, Air Force was another one that was up there for me. Is I mean, Air Force is prestigious as they are is also a great football team you know so it was, it was a tough decision especially because nebraska slow balled me the whole time but you know it, it'd be pretty hard to leave home yeah when you know? you're when you're that hybrid type of guy where you're technically not really a db but not really a linebacker mm-hmm. and i feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of kids like you in the state of nebraska every year in recruiting yep. Um, yep. that are kind of in this no man's land where Fisher's like, I'll take him, but he's not counting as one of my guys. Right. And the linebacker guys is like, we'll take him, but he's not counting yeah. as one of my guys. And, yeah, I'm a tweener. I'm and, a tweener and nobody you know. wants you on the bill. Yeah, yeah, it was it was tough. You know, it was kind of like, well, where I'll play. I'll play wherever you put me, you know. Just put me somewhere, and I'll do it. Well, how did it happen? Like, did Frost just basically say, look, we're taking him. I'm the head coach. Figure this out. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just – I went in and I talked to Frost one day, me and my dad, and we were just like, okay, what, what, what's going on? You know, like, why, why can't we do this? And there's a lot of, you know, technical reasons and all that. Because of the 25 rule. Right, right. There's a lot that goes into it, which I understood. And I was, you know, he offered me the blue shirt or whatever I could get on in the fall, and I was like, you know what? Paying is not, you know, it's fine. I can do that for a semester. As long as there was some kind of right, as long as I know the scholarship that I'm getting on, then it, it's fine. You know, I knew either way that I was going to work my way up from the bottom, so it wasn't that big of a deal for me. At, at one point, it's more of a pride thing. It is, but either way, it is what it is. Well, and because you did, you get on then the fall semester of 2020 right away. Yeah, so I came in early in the spring, the COVID yeah, spring. Yeah, the COVID spring. And I ended up having surgery right away, so it kind of worked out for me. COVID did in my favor. I, you know, I got to, I didn't miss out on anything because of COVID. So having surgery and going there, having surgery right away, it kind of worked out a good way for me. Well, and how rewarding had it been for you just to – I mean, you were on every special team pretty much as a technically mm-hmm. a guy that didn't get a full ride initially right away. I mean, I mean, there had to be some satisfaction. Like yeah, I told you guys. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I was, I mean, I knew that was what I was going to do when I came here. I, I made up my mind that I was going to have to grind and beat out people to get on it. And I mean, I, I just knew that's what I was going to have to do. So there was a little satisfaction to it. Yeah. So it was probably the best five or 10 grand you ever spent to, yep. to, to prove this yep. point. I was like, yep, that, that was fine with me. So, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. 
listening here to the Up Close podcast, Sean Callahan with Isaac Gifford and Noah Pola Gates. Noah, when when you talk about just your opportunity, I mean, how excited are you for the off season now in in the mm-hmm. spring? Because guys like you and Miles Farmer, I mean, you, yeah. you're really gonna get that chance to to move into these roles that you've been waiting for right. seemingly for the last three years to move into. Yeah, so I've just been preparing, just trying to keep my head down, grinding, and waiting for an opportunity. And then this off season is a great opportunity, so I'm just gonna train me and Miles and then Q. Now the secondary, we're just gonna try to get big and and train a lot, so so we can be the best secondary. You guys gonna try to convince Cam Taylor Britt to come back, or is it gonna be a? Tr- I mean, obviously we know he's got a big decision down yeah. the road, but he he can technically come back. But yeah, I'm guessing uh, it's gonna be some work. Yeah, I I don't have any idea. I haven't talked to him about it. So I don't. Maybe no one knows something, but no. I don't know. I don't I know. think I think he keeps it to himself. What's going on? I think he's focusing on the season. Yeah, exactly. You guys got two big games left. Yeah, huge games. So I think he's focusing on that. Finishing strong. Tell me your best Travis Fisher moment or story. When you guys think about this, I mean, you've been with him now uh, three years. I mean, what's he like? Uh, Because he really, I mean, he doesn't keep much of a social media personality. Yeah, he Um, doesn't. He he really flies low on the recruiting radar. Like, he does work, but you don't really, he, he doesn't, you know, let advertise where he's going. I mean, that mm-hmm. one year he got all those Miami guys, and I mean, nobody knew like he was going to pull that off, and he got them all. I mean, so he's a guy that you know does his own thing and, and knows how to develop and recruit guys. But give me your best Fisher moments or stories. You got one. Uh, I, I don't know what happens in the DB room. <laughs> kind of got to stay. It in. stays in the DB room. Yeah, it's kind of always been our thing, but I don't know, Coach Fish. He 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 may act all serious and. Tough, but his his goofy side comes out quite a bit. How blunt you know? is he though? I mean, he he, oh. he does he sugarcoat it? No, not he at does all. not sugarcoat it. Not he will say bit. it straight to your face. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care about your feelings. You know, he's trying to make you the best person you could be. And you know, you talk about guy. I mean, when you look at other coaches on the defensive stuff, he's got to be probably as blunt as any of them, right? I mean, he'll. Like yeah. if if you mouth off to him, I'm guessing then the, it's not pretty after <laughs> no, that. It's not, not at all. It's not. I mean, he knows what it takes to get to the league. I mean, he's yeah. done it. He he started from the bottom and worked his way to the top. So he knows what it takes, and he's not gonna shy away from telling you. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's he tell you about the league, Noah? Uh, he says a lot of stuff. It's very cutthroat. Like it's very serious, very businesslike. Um. He's very serious, really. So yeah, it's a job now. So got to take it serious because you got people, you got other vets there, you got people that are trying to pay bills too. So it's very hard. What about your defensive coordinator, Eric Chenander? Uh, he was just, and he's your position coach too, Isaac. I guess yep. you're you're technically in the Chenander room mm-hmm. more so than the yeah um, yeah Fisher yeah. room. I go back and forth quite a bit, but I am with. Coach Chen's quite a bit, so he's kind of my position coach, whatever position you want to give me. But yeah, well, and, and, and the season hasn't gone the way you guys want it to at three and seven. But mm-hmm. he was recently nominated as a finalist or semifinalist for the Broyles Award yep. given to college football's top assistant coach. Like I said, the wins and losses haven't been there as a team, but I would think as a defense, you guys take great satisfaction. Like, look, you know, we've done all we can our leader is being recognized for that. And, and hopefully this will eventually turn around here for us. Yeah, no, coach Jones has done a great job. 
with the defense. I mean, it, he makes the right calls when they need to be called, and he's just done a great job leading the defense as, and as a as a unit. You know, how about you, um, Noah? What 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 do you like about Coach Shins? Um, he's a good coach. I think he uh, called also agreeing with Giff. He calls very good calls at the right time. Um, puts the secondary in good placements and puts the front in good placements and puts the uh, back the other secondary, the linebackers and and Nichols. Nichols did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he's very sp- football smart. Uh-huh. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. You know, what I mean, he he knows what what needs to be done to stop this run, this pass, whatever, you know. So he he's just very technical and he knows football. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Guys, after football, I mean, when you guys think about your life after football, what's next for you? When you think about when you're done college or pro, Noah, what, what do you want to do when you're out of Nebraska? Oh, I've been thinking I've wanted to really go back like in the coaching because I want to be around the football atmosphere still because it's kind of grew up playing since I was five. So kind of it's in my blood. So college, high school, what kind of coach? Any kind or definitely at the at a high level, probably uh-huh. like high school or definitely college, actually. So what is your major? Um, child Youth and Family Studies and minor in criminology. All right. Yeah. Coach Gates. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of that. How about you, Isaac? Oh, man. I, it's, there's a lot of things I'd like to do after college, but, I mean, I, I like to focus on going into construction, the construction industry, and kind of working my way into there. And me and, uh, me and old Gerald Foster talk about it all the time. We want to work together after college maybe and do something. So, that's just kind of something thrown out there in the air. But Luke Luke Reimer said that on the same show. He's going to he? want to go into construction. Oh yeah, we've talked. I've talked to him quite a bit about it too. We both kind of have the same ideas. So yeah, Gerald is um, he's selling stone now, right? Mm-hmm. Working he with, works with Edward Ed Stone. Yeah, Ed Stone. Yeah, he's working out in Colorado for him. Yeah, him and him and Trey are doing that, mm-hmm. and, and they're doing really well. Yeah, yeah. I just saw him this past weekend after the Ohio State game. And talked to him a little bit about it. He's really really liking it out there. Yeah, it's just um, you, you think about I think about you, you talk about looking southeast guys mm-hmm. and, and man, you talk about a brotherhood, a family, the southeast Knights. I mean, you, you came in here from um, that program and mm-hmm. so many great players have come out of that program. So many great coaches. Barrett Rude played there yep. when your coaches yep. now. Um, when you think about Lincoln Southeast, what does that program mean to you? I mean, it's it's a big part of the person I am. I mean, I've watched so many people come out of that that school i mean i'm growing up watching luke and gerald play there watching them win the state title in 2011 you know i mean i've seen so many guys come from there to nebraska and do great things and it's just it's kind of cool to see all those guys compete at the highest level and all come from the same school so i mean it's just it's just awesome to see that even now it's still going i mean you still follow it right i do I, i i follow it all the time i I talked to Gatula here and there, and, and I mean, 
I, I love watching it. I mean, it's awesome. So, yeah. And then they've got Gatula's son coming mm-hmm. here down the road, mm-hmm. and um, they've made some other offers on that team. Uh, Tuiotis' yep. son. Oh yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. gonna get Tuiotis' son in Gosh, Nebraska? I don't know. I don't know, man. He's he's, he's been on a roll with them offers lately. Yeah, he just got. A, I saw they were at, down at Kansas State over the mm-hmm. bye weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. he I, I kid. He's talented. You watch his film, you're kind of like, whoa. You know, that's what Coach T tells us to do right there. So he, he's a good player, and he's going to be a really good player somewhere. I don't know where it's going to be, but hopefully it's here. Hopefully it's here. What is he, an edge? Yeah. He's he's like a yeah. Caleb Tanner-ish type mm-hmm. guy, right? Outside linebacker. Yeah, do you spend he, a lot of time with Tweedy, uh Noah? Yeah, sometimes I go over there, like, on weekends and, you know, eat some dinner. Sometimes. Kind of the Polynesian family in Lincoln yeah. right there for you guys to yeah. go chill and hang. And yeah, it makes me feel like I'm at home. I love Coach T a lot. Because he's got a big family, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he has a big family. He's got a pool big at family. his house. and Big, nice pool, nice loft area downstairs. It's nice out there. Oh, yeah. So when you say home, though, do you consider Phoenix your home, Noah, or do you consider somewhere else kind of more your home? Yeah, Phoenix is my home, but, like, I'd say, like, as I'm, like, home as in, like, culture like the environment like how it feels like the type of food i'm eating stuff like that what what is the type of food you like to eat uh like teriyaki chicken um mac salad like beans um uh what else rice can't go wrong yeah spam Spam. (laughs) big hog roast yeah um that's pretty much it. Bar- more like barbecue food when I go over to Coach T's house. So, so he, he cooks up some good oh, uh, yeah. island food. Oh, yeah. He can throw down on the grill, not going to lie. Yeah, and, and your kind of grilling is probably different than like what people in Nebraska. Like we're, we're big ribeye steaks yeah. and yeah. Yeah. big meats. Oh, yeah. Throw a steak on with a little baked potato. That's all you need. <laughs> you, I love you, baked potatoes, too. You got to like some. I mean, you've got probably had some good Nebraska beef, though, haven't you, since you've been here, Noah? Yeah, I've had some pretty good steak yeah i like the steak <laughs> nice corn fed corn steak. fed <laughs> oh yeah well guys um as we kind of wrap the discussion up here um i mean when when, when you th- talk about your memories so far of being at nebraska i mean no what what really jumps out to you about this place this your three years here obviously you haven't got on the field and, and the results haven't been the way you want but um, I mean, there's obviously still a lot that you, you've really probably taken from this place that's helped you mature and grow as a man. Yeah, um, I'd say like big key moments that I've taken away is just having the opportunity to just showcase my talent at such a high level and thanking God every day for letting me wake up every day and do something that I actually love. And just going to different stadiums like like – Ohio State, the Horseshoe, and all these places like like you that's like once in a life. You get nervous at all? Like when when you get thrown out in a game in the Horseshoe or at Michigan or one of these pins, bigger places, like you get nervous? Um, I feel like I'd get nervous like the first play, and then after a while, the adrenaline just and then it'll just feel like natural football, like I've been playing since I was five. Yeah, like going out to Oklahoma. I mean, that for a lot of guys on the team, that was probably the because of the COVID year, you had no fans. So for a lot of guys, that was probably the first time you really played in front of a big crowd. Because Illinois, that was almost as many Nebraska fans there yeah. for the first game, yeah. and going on the road, that had to be, you know, for a lot of guys, probably a unique challenge. Yeah, that was a 
That was a very close game. Like, yeah, that was, the fans were very close. Oh yeah, the Iowa's that there way. Was, oh yeah, 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 I've been oh, to yeah. Iowa. You go there to Iowa, a lot of Nebraska fans at Iowa too. Like Nebraska's got that fence, mm-hmm. you know, where they can pretty much drive cars along the sideline. Yeah. Like, there, there is yeah. no area to drive cars along the Iowa sideline. Oh. I mean, you, you, you could have a guy like literally in your huddle with you at Iowa. Oh, yeah, they're on top of you. I mean, it's Oklahoma's crazy though. They were, they were, you know, five feet from your bench and they were letting you hear it, you know. <laughs> but that's what made it so fun. I mean, it was, it was awesome. The atmosphere was crazy. I mean, that was a top ten game for me. I mean, that, it was the stadium was cool. The history the of the nice. matchup, exactly. I mean, I watched, I was watching nineteen nineties OU Nebraska games on YouTube before we went to OU. I mean, it's just the the history behind it's so cool, and leading up to it, it's just it's a blast. You know, I just look forward to next year. They come yeah, here we, next year, yeah, yeah and get a two year series out of it. And another one. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure the history of this place, if anything, for both you guys. I mean, you hear about it before as a recruit, but when you actually live it and feel it with the fans, and I mean, you see like older fans probably that have been mm-hmm. to games for like 60 years in a row. Yeah, I mean, you have to probably walk away. You go to a lot of the volleyball matches too, and oh yeah, I mean, you're, you're just blown away. I'm guessing by just the the fans and the and, and dedication the, and the dedicate. I mean, it's it's unlike any place when oh, you come to Nebraska. Living the dream, as they say. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. There's there's an older couple that came to one of our practices, probably more towards the middle, uh, beginning of the season. But they have been to every home game for the past, I don't know, 50, 60 years. And they live in Florida. And they come back? Somewhere out of state. I can't remember. Maybe it's not Florida. But I know they lived out of state, and they would fly to every game. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> It's the dedication of Husker fans. It's, it's insane. You know, that's why you love it. So well, much. that's why last year, you think about last year, how tough that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for e- people not to come. Even like I the mean, Rutgers game, your parents couldn't go to that game. I mean, th- th- that COVID year just screwed up so much stuff when you think about it and took away like those special days that brought everybody together. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it was tough. Tough, tough on everybody, players, fans, everybody. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun getting the chance to sit down and, and, and just visit here. I know um, two games left. Uh, a lot of people are, are looking forward to these games with Wisconsin and Iowa and kind of see where things go. Um, but thanks again, uh, Noah Pola-Gates and Isaac Gifford for taking a chance here to sit down and up close. Yeah, yeah. thanks again for Thank having you. us on. All right. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, make sure you log on and subscribe uh, on the Husker Online podcast channel as uh, we've got the Up Close podcast on there as well as the Beat with Jojo Doman, Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns, and the Husker Online show.